Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, this is Penny. Thank you for joining us today for the Flourish Podcast. We're working through my book, Love, Leadership, and Influence, The Power of Transforming Relationships. Our chapter for today is called The Power of Loyalty. Now, I'm sure you're probably aware that loyalty is another one of those qualities that can be in short demand at times. The Bible really promotes loyalty. It is foundational for building long-term healthy relationships, and it really demonstrates strong character in someone. People crave loyalty. Even in this crazy culture that we live in, Think about it. We still promise to be faithful to one another in so many different areas, in our wedding vows, in our oaths as doctors or in the military, and even as politicians, believe it or not. Loyalty holds true when the circumstances are less than desirable. And loyalty is very often proven in trying times. One story that comes to mind that's very precious to me involves a dear friend who has weathered some challenging times with Keith and I and with me as my friend throughout the course of our church life. She was a member of my dream team, very dear friend. But during a tumultuous season for our church, uh, there happened to be many of her close friends that decided to leave the congregation. However, Karen remained steadfast and loyal when there was confusion about what was truth and what was fiction she asked the hard questions she processed prayerfully before proceeding she used a tremendous amount of discretion in regard to who she spoke to and what she said and after taking time she used the discernment of the lord she came to a clear conclusion she asked all the right questions She made a decision to remain by my side and would not be shaken in that choice. During the years that we've been friends, there were times where Karen could have chosen an easier path with considerably less responsibility and conflict. There's no doubt about that. But she saw her commitment to our friendship and her placement in the body to be more covenantal than convenient. I once asked her, what would I ever do without you? And she looked right at me and she said, that's something you'll never have to find out. And that has proven true. Not only was she that loyal to me, but she is still part of Living Hope Church for many, many years after we turned the church over to Pastor Doug and Paula Allen, and she's equally loyalty loyal to them. So this is what loyalty looks like. It isn't blind. It's not irresponsible. It doesn't say it doesn't matter. Anything goes. It's discerning. It's wise. But it's willing to stay the course during trying times. She's not the only person in our church who demonstrated this type of loyalty. I could tell you so many stories of beloved friends who refused to be moved off course. So many in spite of the whirlwind around us. Their loyalty encouraged me so much. Uh, We're still very dear friends. I was able to face a very painful and tumultuous time, largely due to their deep loyalty. 
Loyalty is a wonderful character trait. Now, let me say this. There are times when you can have a loyal and an upright heart, but not be able to be reconciled to another person. Take the story of David and Saul, for instance. David chose to be loyal to Saul and to have a loyal heart, but their relationship was untenable due to Saul's posture and his behavior. There are going to be times in our life when we've done all we know to have a right, a loyal heart, but due to circumstances... Our relationship is irreparable. A priest once told Saul, who obviously was uh, treating David very, very poorly, that who of all your servants is as loyal as David? People knew David was loyal. He, it was obvious. But that did not change Saul's behavior. So we can do our part sometimes to remain loyal in the way we handle our relationships, we can refuse to gossip, not harden our hearts, not to look people, look to pe- bring people down. But that doesn't mean we're able to have a close or intimate relationship with that person. Sometimes it surprises me, though, and I'm sure I probably struggled with this at times. It's interesting that we, as even as Christians, can relinquish loyalty over things like doctrinal disagreements political leanings, offenses, offenses that aren't even that big sometimes, failures in someone's morality, and other things that really should not require the step of removing loyalty from that person. Let's face it, people will disagree with us. They'll falter and they'll fail morally at times. They may have an opposite position on on certain aspects of government, or even church doctrine. What does loyalty look like in these circumstances? It looks like using integrity and sometimes speaking the truth in love when it's appropriate, but continuing to love and befriend when at all possible. It does not combine well with arrogance and selfishness. It requires humility. Loyalty requires a humble heart. Discretion, yes, but also humility. Another term for loyalty could be trustworthiness. Proverbs 20 verse 6 says, Many a man proclaims his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy man? To be considered trustworthy is a great honor. It means that we are worthy of someone's trust. We have equity with them. They have confidence in how we're going to handle them. We've proven ourselves to be loyal and shown that we will act with their best interest in mind. And because of that, we have equity. One of the biggest ways to demonstrate loyalty is to steer clear of gossip. Gossip can totally be disguised as concern for someone else. Sadly, it's often a part of church life. Have you ever had, and I'm sure you have, had someone approach you and say, oh, I'm so concerned for so-and-so. Have you heard what's going on with them? And it's kind of like an intro into perhaps some spicy gossip. Well, that's probably, uh, most definitively, is a real pitfall to maintaining loyalty. Sometimes I talk about appraisal to, to help people to remember the difference. First uh, Corinthians 2.15 says, A spiritual man appraises all things. 
And there's so many times when appraisal is required in situations, in relationships, especially like say you're a leader in some area and you have to appraise someone's uh, situation or their even their job performance or something like that. But this denotes assessment and finding empowering solutions. It doesn't denote arrogant judgment towards someone. It allows us to see people with optimism. Trying to troubleshoot regarding issues in their lives without scorn. Some of my very favorite songs that I love to sing and they really move my heart are number one, and I've, I've loved this song from the time I was a kid, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And the other one is The Goodness of God. I love where it talks about all my life you have been faithful. And God is the most loyal, faithful person in my life. When I look over my 65 years, the thing that stands out to me the most is God's ever-present care for me, His faithfulness, His loyalty, His willingness even to turn my failures, my weaknesses, my struggles into hopeful outcomes. He's done it over and over and over again. I always sense his presence. I always know he's with me. I always know he's willing to help me. I don't ever feel alone or terrified or completely incapable. Why? Because of how he relates to me, because of his loyalty, because of his faithfulness. I love Isaiah 41, and in verses 10 through 13, he says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. Wow. What more could you ask? And this is the God of the universe. That's a pretty amazing statement and a pretty amazing demonstration of loyalty. He is loyal. We need to know that. And that is our baseline for being able to have any of the character traits or the ability to love people that we want to have. Because of his loyalty, Because of his faithfulness, we in turn can learn how to be really loyal, have so much equity with people that people want to be with us. They want to be around us. They, someone just recently said, I feel safe with you. I feel safe with you. That's, that should be our desire, our goal, our posture with people in so much as is possible in every relationship that we would be extremely loyal and know what that looks like. Thanks for joining me today. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to the Flourish Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.